This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another rousing episode of Coffee with Rachel. Rousing is like the exact opposite to how I feel today. I know. <laughs> I'm Rachel. I'm Chris. And I feel, I, I just feel like shit. I'm not yeah, going to lie. Honestly, you've had a fucking week and I think your body was just like, today's the day that you're going to feel all of this. Like I'm tired. <laughs> if you hear any like weird rustling ASMR people, that's for you. No. Um, I do have like a hair mask on, so I have like one of those hair nets, you know? Yeah. So I'm repping that lunch lady vibe and I really like <laughs> it's it. It's a look. It Hashtag is a look for a me. Look. <laughs> Remember there was like a time where like I took so many selfies because I had those uh, big hair curlers, remember? Yeah. Which I low-key miss them. Yeah, I feel like they're probably, are they in my room at my mom's house? If they're house? at your parents' house, then they're still available for me to get one day. Yeah. So that'd be lit. Honestly, it'd probably be easier to probably just buy a new one, but also oh, like... Oh, no, but they were so nice. They I were know. like heated curlers, and like my hair was really long, so I got to wear them like a lot. Now my hair is like, I don't know, shoulder length, so I feel like I could wear them. My hair was too short over the summer for me to like give a shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, you guys don't care about that. <laughs> so uh, we don't have coffee right now because I'm we, hydrating. We just need to hydrate, so we've got this classic called water. Yeah. H2O. It's fantastic. It's one stuff. of my favorite. I have brand new nipple on my camelback. <laughs> Nothing feels better than bright <laughs> than biting into that nice hard nip. <laughs> you know? That's the vibe for today's episode. <laughs> Holy shit. But I still have a coffee fact. Oh, wow. That's glad. Yeah, I should have. I <laughs> I'm glad. I should have got a water fact. <laughs> water fact. Rachel has none in her skin. <laughs> in her entire body. Yeah, like. you know how like people are 70% water? She's not. You're like 7% water. That's so fucked up. But Scientifically, it- we've proven that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, what's your fact, uh, this bitch? fact is that if you yelled for eight years, seven months, and six days, you would have produced enough energy to heat one cup of coffee. What? <laughs> so that's tell that to all these men out there that won't stop yelling. <laughs> tell them you couldn't even heat my left tit with the amount of time that you spent yelling. Oh my god! So well, whenever that's a people are yelling about. I just want a plain black coffee. Yeah. That's all I want. Yeah. Be like, keep yelling for eight years and you'll be able to brew it yourself. Yeah. There you go. That's Perfect. That's the new savage comeback. It's really not. <laughs> it actually requires like a lot of thought and timing. Yeah. Just not a good comeback, honestly. I'm not, honestly, not at all. I'm not good at comebacks, I feel. Well, that's actually a total fucking lie. I really am. Yeah, that's am. really a lie. You I'm are savage great. in a fucking... I don't know. I'm savage in an argument. However... I don't ever like to be in arguments. So it's like you get, if I'm in an argument, it's like the last straw and I've had it. And that's why I feel like I just destroy people with my words. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't do it often. It's usually to squeezy when he poops. Yeah. I'm just kidding. (laughs) When Lila decides to really fuck something up in the middle of the night, AKA like drop a mirror. Oh, I finally replaced the mirror she broke on my desk. My little like handheld mirror thing. She's just, she doesn't know her own strength. I think that's the problem. She doesn't know her dimensions. No, (laughs) she has no idea. I think their whiskers are supposed to like let them know what's going on. Their length of their whiskers is supposed to grow to be the width of their bodies. So they know if they can fit through a space or not. Wow. Animals. Crazy. Fantastic knowledge. 
So uh, you had a big week, as I said, and one of those big things that happened during this week was you finally pulled the trigger on the old YouTube. My God, pull the trigger, piglet, or whatever. <laughs> oh my God. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. It feels really weird to talk about already because it, it doesn't. It hasn't fully sunk in yet. But like. Yeah. I think we all know it was coming. I mean, if we don't, then, like, Chris and I knew. <laughs> yeah, basically, you just made a... We had a live stream where you just talked about how you are leaving really YouTube put it out there. as a career. Yeah. So that doesn't mean, like, I'll never make a video again. Because, like, I, I said there, and I'll say it again, like, I could totally see myself, like, taking, you know... I, I plan, like, at least, like, a six-month break, maybe. Yeah. You know, depending on how I am, like, job-wise and stuff. Like, because I've had a pretty interesting week in that department as well, which we'll get to. Um, but I could totally see myself like coming back doing like monthly favorites videos or like stupid cooking videos again, yeah. and you know, just random shit, but it would be like literally just for fun, just like how I started. And that would be probably be nice <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it wasn't fun anymore. And I don't know. I just like, I, I mean, I already went over like most of this, but I was thinking about it like later that night that I had, like, forgotten to talk about some things, I think. Mm -hmm. I really mostly focused on the fact that, like, I just wasn't feeling fulfilled in my job, which is, like, true, and that's probably, like, the biggest reason why I am choosing to, like, leave because I just don't have time to, like, be uploading consistently while I am, like, on this job hunt and then also, like, possibly landing different job opportunities, already working part-time, consulting, like, doing all these things. Like, I got to focus on that shit because it's right now, like, the goal, you know? At least... If anything, God, I am so happy to finally have a new goal, bitch. Yeah. Like, that's... 2017 hashtag goals. I'm just kidding. There's, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know if we have, like, resolutions or whatever, but, like, I've just felt so, like, stagnant, and I know that there were things that I could have done, and, you know, there's plenty of things I could have done differently, but I just, I wanted, you know, it to be me, and coming from me and authentic to me, but I don't know. I just feel like it sucked the creativity out of me because it was like, oh, hey, you can upload this and then not pay rent, but it, me- it meant a lot to you. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, exactly. I don't know. So that's why she's taken like an indefinite break from it. And when you come back, is it's it not as... the right word? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Is it? I don't know. But to say? like when you do, if you ever come back and make a video, it will be just because you want to and not yeah. because you need to pay a bill. But like, I get it. Like... I don't expect people to, like, stick around waiting for that. You know what I mean? Oh, like, no, I don't no, fucking no. expect that at all. Because, like, that's not fair, you know, to ask of people at all. But, like, at least know that, like, if you do see me pop up, like, it was just because, like, I was in the fucking mood and it was fun and I enjoyed it. So, like, that's pretty good. I yeah, think. definitely. I'd rather watch that. But, like, I know it's, like, inconsistent. You can't really rely on that. But <laughs> that's why I'm fucking moving to different things. But I'm sure you would probably talk about it on here if you had done a video. Yeah, you know of course. I mean? <laughs> it just felt like... I had, I had felt like this for, like, two years, I feel. Honestly, since I moved to Seattle, I've just been like, hmm, what should I do with all of this? Yeah. And... Because you had just, like, you were out of college. We pretty much came to Seattle right after we stepped out of college, and all of that culminating yeah. into, like, okay, so where is this going? Yeah, and, like, I had, like, management at the time, and then, like, several flops in that department happened, which I so wish I could expose, honestly. <laughs> um, but... That, I don't know. I just did. I wasn't feeling good about it for a while. And then it started to be like this like chore. And I was like, this was not how it felt ever. It used to be so much fun. Mm-hmm. And then it started getting to the point where like it wasn't fun to upload. 
It wasn't fun to like sit down and film anymore. I felt really stressed out when I was doing it and I would get like so angry like when I was doing it because it wasn't like it wasn't a passion for me anymore. It almost felt like an obligation, but I was too stubborn to think like, okay, well I can change this. Like I can make a change. I can look for something else. Like I kept thinking like, well, no, I already stuck like five years into this basket, if you will. Yes. And I can't like possibly do something different, like ever, you know? And then you just finally decided you're gonna take that leap. Like who else would want to, I mean, arguably, I mean, now with the podcast, it's a little different, but like at the time, like that was, the you know the place that i had the largest amount of following on um and then after that it was like my tumblr which that i deleted because i was like i'm done blogging i'm gone yeah. <laughs> like from this website so i deleted that i was like was that a mistake like people would kill to have this many people like on this place and i just i didn't feel like that's not a reason for me to like stick around you know what i mean just because like a number you know what i mean it's yeah it's if about, you weren't happy it's then. about a connection for me and it's about i don't know it's about a lot more so i just kind of felt like okay it's time and in the last like i don't know year i've actually started to look around you yeah. know and it, took it was a pretty while. much after like i finally got my career shit together then you were like okay let's tackle my career yeah <laughs> like, at least mine wasn't like she's been laid off you know what yeah I mean? yeah but yeah for like the past i guess because you just hit your one year at amazon yeah december 7th was one year ago and i've been moving and working in that regard so it's yeah fucking- you've already had like several like position move so like yeah, cool i'm fucking ecstatic about it all yeah and so i just was like all right so about a year ago was when i decided like okay i'm gonna like take a step back i started like uploading less honestly because i wasn't feeling as you know into it as i was and honestly by that point we were already starting to get some traction on the show I like know. we had only been on for a couple of months but yeah we and i started places. like just signing myself up for all of those like websites where you can get different job opportunity listings and things like that and i was just like browsing i wasn't actually like applying for things and then i started applying for things and started interviewing like it was just wild and like i at first like only wanted to work from home because i've like been so isolated work from home binge for like the past four years since you were at starbucks i just like i had this like i feel like that's the one thing and like i know people with youtube like they have you know other creators have like totally different experiences than mine and like they work in office environments doing it and everything and they have like a crew and like all these different things and like i could imagine that that would feel a lot less isolating yeah exactly but my my thing was more like i felt like i was being held back and i almost felt like i wasn't actually prospering in that like in my career part of my soul you know what i mean like i felt like i was just kind of like really reserved and only doing things my way and not actually like improving my skills and not actually like you said to me that like you felt isolated and that you weren't even really experiencing this like new place that we were living in because you were just working from home and so like not and that has since like gotten better just from like our friends yeah but like (laughs) that was part of it too (laughs) first starting off you're like we didn't really know that many people here and i was like like, well i'm not gonna meet people how i was like what kind of position am i in where i don't even have school anymore to meet people like what am i gonna do yeah and And so i'm excited because like at first i was only applying for like at-home positions but now i'm interviewing for like you know they're here and i can walk to work which is like all these great you know these are all ideal things and i'm so lucky that we moved here because there's so many fucking opportunities in the social media side of things that i want and like i don't know i'm feeling really good about it and i'm excited to like push myself 
And, you know, because there's, there's a part of YouTube that you can really let yourself, you know, just glide and honestly not really, like, if you're not setting goals and you're already, like, depressed, you can easily, like, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean. Like, you can easily make excuses for yourself and not actually push yourself because mm-hmm. your job is already all your control and you make all of the schedule and so i just i'm excited to have some structure back in because i really was a lot better mentally when i did have more structure whether that's school and then work that i was doing you need to have like something else like you are a part of something bigger and that there's I need a routine. Like if you if you fuck up, you don't do like something for your job. It's not just like you're just fucking yourself over. Like it's like it's part of something bigger, and so there's yeah. a little more responsibility. Like to if it I all. push off work, like it's you know I'm ultimately gonna just like be like annoyed at myself, but this is impacting like other people. You know what I mean? It's just it's what I want. I just feel like I I want to brush up my skills. You know, I feel like I haven't. Of course, I use my communication skills all the fucking time, but like, you know, my writing skills and things like that, like, I just want to get back into them and yeah. feel more productive. And and then I can literally, I just think I personally feel better with YouTube as more of like a hobby, fun, creative outlet thing. Yes. And I know some people like have found a really good balance and I really admire those people. And I don't think like I'm the only you know, like that. The, the this thing, is how everybody feels. No, like no. this is just me personally. Like I, this is my life, and this is how I'm feeling. And I'm not feeling pushed enough right now. And I'm pushing. Yeah, I'm pushing myself <laughs> now. And so, yeah, yeah. So I had that video come out, which was like daunting. And then, you, and then I had like a job interview the next day. Yeah, it was like a forty-eight hours of a lot of stress. I was very anxious because I was ang- <laughs> like, I we knew that we were going to make that live stream this month for a while, but like. I don't know. It just didn't feel like it was going to be that scary until like the day of. And then I was yeah. like, oh my God. I wasn't like second guessing my decision. The night before, it was just you like, were just Whoa. like, couldn't sleep because you were just like, I can't Shit. believe. Like, it's it's a big thing. You're essentially closing the door on something you've worked six years on. And so, like. Or like, I don't know, just like a big job transition is yeah. what it feels like. And exactly. Then the next day I had the job interview and that was like in the afternoon. So, like, the whole like morning I was just like, and the night before. After the YouTube show, I was like, okay, I gotta get, I, you know, of course I was like already prepared and everything, but I was like looking over all the shit that I wanted to look over in the morning and I was like, okay, let's do this. But it actually went really well, I think, you know? Yeah. And you know, there's things moving and working. So I don't know. It would be really exciting if stuff happens. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything because I'm not jinxing shit. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But it would be great. So I don't know. There's but obviously progress. there's like a million opportunities that she's already applied for. So like, <laughs> we'll see. She'll get something. But like, yeah, the consulting thing already on the side has been really rewarding for me. And it's just been so nice to finally like make a decision. Because I'm like one of those people that like I have all these thoughts, but then I won't actually like do anything about it. I'm just like, well, I'm so stuck scary. here. I can't fucking change anything. But you can. You can totally just make a decision. Mm-hmm. It might take you two years, but you can fucking do it. <laughs> And, and it's the time to do it. You're 24 going on 25. Yeah. Like, I don't want to enter my 25th year not happy with my career at all. You know, like, not that I wasn't, because at least I had the podcast and, like, the other, like, online aspects that I feel really, like, satisfied with. It was really just the YouTube yeah. aspect. And that was supposed to be the main focus. And then it, for a while, it just became, like, I didn't want it to be my focus anymore. Yeah, exactly. 
but yeah. So that's that. So let's talk about some other shit. So we watched the show The Affair. Oh my god. And uh, if you don't know what it's about, it's a Showtime show and it's just fucking fantastic. It's a very cool show. Something I've never seen done They on TV show before. like the process of an affair going on, but it's like shown from different perspectives of all different people that are involved and it's well, fantastic. Well, the first season it's only between the first two people. So it's like the, people the having guy. The affair. Yeah. yeah. And it's more, it's so much more than like an affair at this point, especially it's like not even about the affair at all. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, it's more of like, if you like Gilmore Girls or like Parenthood or other like family drama shows where like the drama is, but you want to watch that on like HBO. What is it? Showtime? It's Showtime. So like darker, really not any kind of comedy to it. There's some comedy, but it's not like Kilmer Girls quirky or even Parenthood. It's like blue toned, very dark kind of like stuff. It's an intense like family drama and it's very realistic, at least from I've never experienced like an affair or a divorce or anything. So I don't know, but like it seems very realistic and it's just cool because like sometimes you'll see a scene from like one person's view and then you'll see it again, but the other person is like... Each person has a personal bias yeah. on the way that they experience things. And it's like you kind of never really know everything that's the truth. It's really yeah. cool, though. This next season, then they introduce, like, the peoples that had the affair, their spouses. Yeah, that, that was just cool. So you got their perspectives, and it just got even crazier. And the finale was just, like, Intense. wild. And it's yeah. very beautifully shot. And it has produced one of, like, you know how everybody hates Umbridge? And it's like, yeah. Umbridge is like what you say is the best written villain or whatever. Like, you yeah, love Yeah, one of my villain. favorite villains that has ever been written that I've read. Yeah. Like, but, like, frustrates you, right? I haven't yeah, gotten Umbridge like, yet, by the way. Incredibly frustrating. And I hate her, but, like, I love the character because she's such a good villain. That's how I feel about Noah fucking Soloway. He is a I fantastic have, character, but I fucking hate him if i saw him i don't know if i could be able to like i would just the probably actor, walk yeah. away you know what i mean like <laughs> i just don't know man i've never hated a male character more holy shit he is human garbage but like in the best like most satisfying way to watch unfold yeah. so we've had like a little bit of a bone to pick with like the most recent season which i'm still enjoying a lot of the other stuff that's going on yes but there there's like this one particular scene and, Where, a, and a theme overall that they're trying to tackle in this season, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. So there's there is a sexual assault that occurs, I believe, in season two between yeah. the this dude that we can't fucking stand and someone else. I won't like spoil it or anything. Yes. But like trigger warning, we are gonna be talking about consent right now. So if that's something that you don't want to hear about, you might want to fast forward to the next like five minutes or whatever. Yeah. Um but basically there was like this scene, because now he's like a professor or something. And they were just talking about consent and it was like some other students and this like female teacher that's like French and they're trying to make her be like, you know, like just a love interest kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah. some sort of like love interest. And they were talking about consent and the way that this woman was talking about it, she was like basically how verbal consent can really just like ruin an erotic moment. And like, it was just a really dangerous message that I didn't like to see. And they also made this like feminist character seem really stupid and annoying. Yeah, like they have like students that are talking about this and you have the woman who's like the feminist character that's trying to, you know, like two That's like, yo, consent is important. Like this is horrible. Like what the the fuck? But they're making her look dumb and like she's not right. And that it's like, it could be more than that because an erotic moment, like 
a verbal consent would be like bad and ruin the spontaneity. Like, let's yeah. not glamorize sexual assault, please. Yes, they like ask, they go to like the teachers who are supposed to be like the words of reason, like the adults in the situation. Yeah. And, they, and they're both just like, well, consent's really not like it's 100% not needed and it's not sexy. What the fuck? So I really like. Yes, they are flawed characters, clearly. I just think, I mean, it's an adult show, so I would assume that, like, adults are watching it. You have to have a paywall to get to it, you know? I just think it's a really dangerous message to put out there, so it rubbed me the wrong way. it's really annoying. And it's hard to watch. Um, And I hope that they, like, write that in some way, because... Yeah, write it so that way it's like, yo, you, like, need consent, like, Yeah, like, they totally debunk that at some point during the show but right now i'm just really grossed out by that mentality i hate it when shows are always just trying to show as like consent being like not sexy i'm sorry nothing is sexier than knowing your partner also is very excited about fucking you like that's (laughs) sexy nothing is less sexy than being unaware if this person wants this or is enjoying exactly that's disgusting like like, if you don't think it's disgusting then you're probably not okay (laughs) so uh, yeah (laughs) that would definitely piss me off but it's a good show (laughs) there's actually a lot more to it like i'm i'm here for a lot of the female characters like yeah a lot of strong female characters oh yeah helen is one of my favorite characters she's won like emmys or something like that she got the either the emmy or the golden globe last year something like that and she fucking deserved it like she's killer it really great portrayal of like what i like it is the portrayal of women it's so complex like they give women like non-traditional roles and it's also like they let them be flawed and fucked up and it's just really good writing and i'm into it it's good so i'd recommend it bitch good stuff uh so something that opened up in seattle was amazon go store yeah so this is something we definitely have to go and test out and report back it's here already I think so. No, I thought it was just like a trailer for her. It honestly looked like that the the storefront that they were showing was like in a building that I'm aware of downtown. Yeah, I know. It looks familiar. So I feel like it might be there. I honestly, I got got a press release in my work email, so I had to fucking read that, honestly. (laughs) But, but... Uh, it yeah. looks cool. I don't. We're gonna have to fucking test that out if it's there now or whenever it is, and report back for you benches because it's oh, only in snap Seattle. That, yeah. So basically, it's just like you go into this store and it's all linked up to your Amazon app, and you kind of just like scan into the store, and then based off of like fucking what they call like walkout technology or yeah, something like, like that. There's like there's they were saying it's similar technology to. Uh, the cars that drive themselves. Yeah, they basically just like you can just pick up anything, put it into a bag, and then just walk out, and it will know what, what you bought and yeah. pay charge you for it. It's not your Amazon app; it's the actual specific Amazon Go app. Oh, okay. So it will be a separate. But it's app. like all connected to your account. Yeah. yeah. But they were like showing like some bitch like picking up a cupcake and like putting it down, picking it up again, and it kept like taking it on and off. So I guess is it like is there a sensor on this label? Is it weight? I feel How like it has to work? do with like cameras. I don't know. I honestly have no idea how it works. I don't know. I'd be interested to go and see how the prices are. Yeah. Is it more expensive for me to have this weird futuristic approach to grocery shopping? It could honestly be cheaper because you're not paying for cashiers. True. Yes. I don't know. We'll have to go and see. I could see also glitching. Like, is someone going to hack my groceries or something? You know what I mean? Also, like, 
am I going to accidentally get charged for things, mm-hmm. etc. So like, honestly, I can see it going wrong because everything that's digital can always get fucked up. Yeah, it's honestly kind of scary when a lot of things go digital. and it's But like, also human error. Yeah, bitch. it's either way. We're all fucked. God <laughs> damn. Kidding. Like I saw that, uh, I forget which country it is. I think it might be Singapore is looking to go completely just all digital on currency, like no physical currency. And it might sound like a cool idea, like who the fuck uses like paper money and like Yeah, but what about like people that? that don't have access to exactly. these things? Exactly. Like, there's that and then there's also like, like a class like, thing. What if power is out? What if like technology systems are not working in Natural literal, disaster. You literally do not have access to like any form of money it's whatsoever. Like and also like if like government is like shady legal stuff, like they could just like cut your access to all of your money, and then you literally yeah, don't like have there's got to be money. someone with that override, and like that's why people don't even trust banks. Like yeah, I know. would never want to be in a fully digital kind of financial Banking. thing. Like I think we should fucking stop using paper for our money and be like Canada, who has the they have the plastic with like the clear parts in it. People yeah, we us. learned a lot about. Oh, by the way, a stone. It's is 14, 14 pounds, pounds and now i know also what a random number but yeah i can we can't really complain because we're like fucking fahrenheit over here we're just being no stupid one knows with who the hell we're we doing. use feet instead of the metric system like we're just all sorts of fucked we're a hot up mess. <laughs> but yeah we did learn a lot about the money in other places yeah. i got lots of pictures of money that i saw exactly it's honestly really cool and i think we should use plastic money. well yeah it makes sense like how many times have you ripped a fucking bill yeah it's so stupid and then you know. tape it together and you try to pay for that three musketeers and they won't take it <laughs> that definitely did not happen to me at a swim pool like fucking <laughs> snack bar so you're not speaking from personal experiences right now <laughs> no bitch i feel like a lot of things happen to be at, happen to me at that snack bar no oh i had my, my first gelato you know <laughs> good times good times. the fact that i can vividly remember that too much <laughs> anyway so i guess we should get into some questions unless we had anything well, else yeah, i did want to mention since we're talking about money there was also united airlines decided that they oh yeah this baggage bullshit so basically they're like we're making a new cheaper ticket but you don't get access to the above the above container what if i overhead the overhead compartment yeah wow now, i couldn't think of that <laughs> question how the fuck are they going to enforce this because right now you just like you move her up and you you shove yeah. her in so it's like they might have, they like, have like a like separate automated... section that's like they know people in this section do not put their bags up top and they like they let the people that have the access to that board first and then like if you're the schlub that's got oh, no yeah, overhead you're group seven now. yeah like you're the last group to load and you know you don't get to put your bags up there when is united going to come out with the even cheaper ticket where you get to ride in the bottom of the plane with all of the suitcases <laughs> oh god like honestly when's that gonna happen honestly and like it's just fucked up because they're just united gonna- airlines by the way already sucks and i would i would fly them as a last resort yeah our trip to vidcon the one time we went to vidcon was completely destroyed by united being they delayed stupid. it eight times i think it was like we were flying out like early morning and it ended up being that entire day was just dedicated to travel when we were supposed to get there and just get acquainted we were supposed to, like, to be California. there at like 10 in the morning it was gonna be like we have a whole day before like the actual convention starts like uh you know i get it shit happens but like i had a bad experience and like just judging from all the shade i've seen about this on twitter and stuff like a lot of people hate united i like alaskan alaskan is the best they give you those free pretzels and i'm here (laughs) that's not what i would judge it off of but like i don't even think united does anything 
Yeah. They probably just like shit on you. It's just stupid and it's just another fucking way to make it. By the way, this money. episode of Coffee Crutchel is sponsored by United Airways. Oh my god, please. <laughs> Can you no, imagine? never. They would never work with us now. Absolutely never. We burned a bridge. <laughs> so another thing before we go into the questions. Well, is, would you do that? Would you fly with no um overhead compartment if what am you I wanted do? to save just, money? Like, well, what and am only I... bring a carry-on bag. Like you could still have your backpack and put it yeah. like at your feet. I Would mean, you be able to do that? I don't know. Like I because you'd just... still have to pay to check a bag then. Because like honestly, where are you going that you only need a backpack? And okay, I get it. Some people can do that. Not I have me. moisturizer. <laughs> <laughs> She's got to pack that sunscreen and serum. Okay. I don't know if I'd be able to do that. I at least need a fucking carry Yeah, I need on. the overhead because we never even check bags. We literally just do the backpack and the over-the-head kind of bag. That's yeah. all I go with. I never check a bag because too many of my friends have gotten fucked. And it was honestly like a hassle trying to figure out where the hell is your guitar when my sister came and she checked that. Like oh We're like wandering around just waiting like, where is it? Where is it? We like, stayed for like two hours watching the turnstiles. Is that what it is? I don't know. Uh, carousel? Say? Who knows what it's turnstile, called? Turnstile I think is the thing that you walk to to get into that's like those like little three sticks (laughs) that you walk through to enter a park you always like impale yourself trying to do it (laughs) but like we were waiting around and then just like just random guy had it and he was like oh are you the instrumental player and i was like it's mine i was like i mean hers because it was her bag yeah like they wouldn't give it to me or rachel because it was like i get that i wouldn't want them to have given it to anyone else i'm glad that they stand for what they believe in (laughs) i don't even know what she flew in but whatever she has her guitar now but uh, you were you saw an article in BuzzFeed about like uh, glitches in the Matrix, basically. Yeah, it's like an AMA that has happened on Reddit where people ask, not an AMA, like an, an ask, ask Reddit. Yeah. And it was like, when have you experienced a glitch in the Matrix? And I guess like this is a phenomenon people experience often. I get it a lot of deja vu personally, and I know yeah. you do too. You get it a lot more than me, I feel. I feel like I experience deja vu a lot. I never, like, it always just happens randomly in the moment, and I'm just like, huh, I feel like I've definitely had this moment before in a dream, because as soon as I wake up from a dream, I never remember anything. Like, a few seconds after, I'm like, well, I have no idea what I was just dreaming about. But then, like, I'll have I remember my dreams pretty well. But deja vu, like, I can't really remember a time, like, after it happens. But it's, like, in the moment, you know. You've already seen it. And sometimes you even can, like, think, like, right before they're about to happen, what's going to happen. Yeah. That's happened to me, like, one time we were playing Mario Kart. And everything started falling together like i knew it already yeah, happened i was like oh yeah. shit there's gonna be a banana right here and if i don't know if it was that ex- exact thing but like i've definitely had moments and like i've been able to like be a little predictive like a few seconds out and it makes me feel like gross really gross and like <laughs> fortune telling kind of stuff and like i don't know like mediums and things like that like that it can be true and that like dimensions and time and what does it all mean i just think of mean? that bookcase like, in interstellar and i'm like well i'm being visited by matthew mcconaughey right now and he's telling <laughs> me that banana's about to pop up like honestly so he's I, touching that clock and moving the hand yeah he's <laughs> he's moving he's wiggling that little fire like, honestly that's squeeze each other. <laughs> <laughs> so true but like this creeps me out i was like i think honestly i was reading this when i was nervous about the youtube thing like the next day i was reading it up at night this <laughs> and it says 
One evening, a man and his wife returned home from dinner. When he opened the door, he saw his wife sitting at the computer doing work, which is normal, but which is a normal sight when he gets off work, except for the fact that she was entering the house with him. That's like bolded. Um, When they went to bed, he told her that he'd unexplicably seen her sitting at her computer early earlier. And she got very serious and then told him that when he opened the door, she saw herself sitting at the computer too. I don't like this. And there's many of these. And like, we were reading through this ask Reddit and just like everyone telling their stories and they're creepy and unsettling, and I love it. So I would highly recommend reading them. Honestly, if you guys have any of those experiences, please share because... We'd love to read them on the podcast. It's so cool. I, I like, low-key wish I had one to share with you that's more interesting than, like, a deja vu where I was like, I definitely chewed this bubble gum in this exact spot. <laughs> yeah, it's not anything <laughs> like I'm in the world and I'm seeing something, like... It's just, like, I know I've been here Like, nothing creepy has happened. I've definitely never, like, walked in on myself. Yeah, you know? If that happens... I'm gone. (laughs) Like, is that Time Turner or what? The ticket to Mars, like, it's being bought right there. What if you get to Mars and you find yourself? (laughs) Kylie Jenner told me that I would realize things. What if I realize myself on Mars? Also, I feel like, like we should definitely do, like, our favorite stupid things that happened this year. Like, memes, memes and stuff. Yeah. And just, like, funny little tidbits, you know, mm-hmm. try to bring some joy to 2016. <laughs> it's going to be a challenge. I feel like every year I get to the end of the year and, like, things actually start to improve. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe 2017 will be as lit as I feel it is, but I can't imagine it will be under Trump's rule. But... Yeah. I feel like December is always like, hmm, maybe there is some kind of hope left. There's and then... hope. <laughs> And it's brought on by that stupid Christmas tree. And then January is kind of just like everything's dead because it's winter and frigid. And, and then, everyone's at the gym. Yeah. And then once February comes, it comes around. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like we all really realize the tone of the year. Yep. And that's right in time for my birthday. <laughs> yeah. It's perfect timing. Turning 25, man. It's going to be wild. I'm actually excited. I'm not getting, like, weird. I know that, like, my 30s are supposed to be the best, but, like, hey, these next few years, like, these are supposed to be my best. It's still weird, like, being grouped into, like... I don't actually believe that, but, like, I'm just going to go in with that mindset because, you know, you choose... But I feel weird just, like, being grouped into, like, that other, like, the next age group up. It's, like, 18 to 24 is, like, the the target for like marketing like the group the kids i always fuck that up i'm like 17 to 23 (laughs) i I definitely fuck that up in my interview (laughs) it's like 25 to 30 something is like the next age group up and i like like that group i feel like people finally understand what a goddamn dollar means at that point (laughs) some people and i like it (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. Well, should we do some questions? Yeah, binge. I would love to read more of these creepy ghost stories, but I don't want to spoop anyone out, you know? I I get it. Some things are, like, annoying and unsettling to read, and if you're not in the right spoopy mindset, then no one needs to hear this. Mm Mm-hmm. I just remember, though, before we go to the questions, the gift exchange. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys got to send your gifts out by tomorrow, Friday the 9th. Woo! You're not going to be, like, crucified if you don't. Like, it's okay if you're a We just gave a, a deadline late. for, like, legal reasons. No, just, <laughs> like, just as a general <laughs> guideline, but don't be late, late, late. Like, like please don't. But, um, <laughs> um, and also, like, please send out a gift if you signed up. I'm really scared that people are, like, not going to get things if they signed up and, like, some their person flops. Yeah. And, like, I get it. Shit happens. But if shit's going to happen, please email us. Yes. Um, we've already gotten like a few people emailing us and we've like resolved some things but like you know don't leave people hanging and like if you didn't get a gift and you got fucked over like that's really horrible and I wish there was more that we could fucking do but it's kind of like 
it, this is all one of those, like, what is it, honor code? Yeah, honor system honor kind system. of thing. Yeah, not really much we can do, but I was going to say, if, like, it gets to, like, the new year and you haven't received a gift, just, like, shoot us an email and we'll just make sure that the person that was We can contact gift, the other person and be like, hey, how are you doing? See what they're doing and also, like, if we just, like, don't get a response, then, like, that person's just not going to be able to sign up for a future exchange. Yeah, with that email. That's about, like, the most we do is, like, you know make a list of people that haven't sent out gifts that's kind of i know shitty but also like we want to make sure people get gifts yeah and we want this to run smoothly so if you joined please just do a nice thing <laughs> yes and just go through with i've it. been seeing a lot but we more get it like tags. of course things fucking happen but yeah i've been getting tagged on a lot more gifts and like people are starting to get their stuff and it's everybody's real excited and it's super fun and I, I suspect that it will be like not maybe no one but like you know yeah. just gotta put it out I have there just in case in the bincho community yeah exactly like this isn't some like randoms you know what i mean like it's you guys and i i suspect you guys are all like not gonna f- <laughs> not flop i would say yeah exactly i don't know how to really say it <laughs> okay so now actually questions yes binge i'm gonna do patreon first and i've seen this question in a couple of places but generally it's I'm graduating next week with my master's degree and have never had to apply or interview for quote-unquote real adult jobs TM. Given that you both have had a fair amount of experience with that in the last two years, what do you think have been the most crucial things for you both in finding a job? Thanks, Beach Bonches. Oh, God. (laughs) Well, Chris probably, I mean, I'm experiencing that now, but you definitely are like the experienced binge when it comes to getting fucking job interviews. Yeah. So, I mean, with applying and interviewing, the best piece of advice that I can give you is that when you approach any interview, any resume, any email whatsoever, you are talking about yourself as though you are the hottest shit on this planet. You gotta have authority and confidence. No. Especially in your wording on your resume. Like, no I thinks. Like, you are. Yeah. You are. I am. Yes. <laughs> That's what you need to really put in there. Yeah, like, you don't want to come across as cocky, but, like, you want to make sure that, like, you're talking about you have faith in your skills, even if, like, you're on the inside you're, like, crying and nervous. Yeah. Because that's me half the time, too. I'm, I'm like, like, I don't want to write that I'm an, ex- <laughs> an expert, you know what I mean, in these things, because, like, you, you might second-guess yourself, but, like, you have, to, you have to have the lingo down, too. And you want to make sure, yeah. like, the job that you're applying for, like, you're hitting, like, the keywords that they're looking for, like, when they have their requirements and what they're looking for. You want to yeah. make sure you're hitting those in your resume and you're using the right language that's going to get you that job for, like, like me and social media you're like well what what are the terms and like social media manager social media marketing like you need to like seo, SEO. yeah seo bitch. seo god <laughs> there damn. she is and there she goes <laughs> <laughs> um but you like want to make sure you're using the right language that they're looking for in your resume as it applies of course you don't want to like, just be like lying but yes Um, And yeah, that would probably be the biggest piece of advice that I could ever give. And make sure you have a fucking killer ass question when they're asking, like, do you have any questions for me? There's an entire, like, billions of articles online like that are filled with great questions that you can ask the person. You can have, like, your technical questions about, like, you know, what are the hours? What's the pay? Kind of stuff like that. Like, things that that you actually have questions about. But, like, if they happen to answer everything that you had a question about, always have something like, what do you like about working here? I don't like asking that one, because I feel like that one's just, like, your last resort. That Yeah, that is a last resort, but it's still something that is applicable. I've definitely done that one before. I also like to ask, like, 
what is the most important thing you think a person needs to fill this position that you're actually yeah, that's like, a very for? good question. Like something like that, or like what do you think is the most useful skill to have when working this position, etc. Yeah. Like something that's like very specific to what you're actually trying to interview for. But you want to tooth whistled. Never, never leave an interview without having asked a question on your side. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And just be professional, you know, like. <laughs> You just got it. <laughs> Even if the person you're interviewing with is like not being professional and like you feel like it's lax, don't be lax. Yeah. Just keep being professional. You don't work there yet. You know what I mean? Like honestly, when I went to an interview for Xbox, like I think I went in there in like a button up and like a tie because I didn't know that like tech office culture is like fucking casual. wearing super casual. And so like I was like super overdressed, but they were just like... They, like, commented on it, but they were, like, joking, and it was just, like, like a funny thing. It's but better to be overdressed. I mean, don't wear a... I mean, you might need a suit and some It depends jobs, on what But, you're like, doing. a tuxedo, let's be chill out. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But don't go in in sweatpants or joggers, even if they're fucking, like, expensive athleisure that you got at Nordstrom. Like, make sure you're wearing, like, real pants yes. to your job interview. I mean, that's kind of basic. I feel like most people know that one. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Megan Preyas has said, I had a weird dream that our professor was sick and Chris had to grade our finals. How did I do? Oh, my God. Well, uh, your essay on the evolution of the Prius was, you know, a solid B+. Plus. A C for corn. <laughs> it was too corny. Everybody gets a C just for Chris and for corn. <laughs> yeah, Chris was here. Uh, what were those grades? I was like, before A, B, Cs, like you got like an S. E. Or like a like a satisfactory or like a proficient, you know what I mean? E was like extraordinary or something, exemplary or something. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, it was probably just excellent. Yeah. Shit. And then I forget like N was like not, not giving so good you a or grade. like <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had a, like grade papers? Like when you're like in fucking okay, when I was like in fifth grade, one of the cool like jobs you could do. Oh my god, everybody had like the job. You had like, like a job. Like what the fuck? They were working us like dogs for no pay. <laughs> like, are you kidding? Like you get to wipe the uh you the get eraser to wipe the chalkboard. <laughs> the eraser board. <laughs> you, you get know. to like wash the chalkboard, like you get to do this. And yeah, stuff. you get to feed that goldfish. That was like the most important. <laughs> task like you had that bunny we had a bunny oh my god we, we and you did every person got to okay yeah we all gave birth to a butterfly <laughs> at one point in our lives <laughs> you're not special chris <laughs> but like we had like a school bunny and like each weekend like you took it home yeah and like i don't know i guess like my fear was like what if it dies in my house like, yeah that's everybody's fucking fear like my mom told me that okay this is actually a really gruesome story that's not vegan so like if this is you're probably not gonna like this guys but like my mom told me that when she was younger they had like a turtle yeah and like there was one girl in class that like took the turtle home and like let's just say the shell was no longer involved oh my god like imagine being that person wow <laughs> and like i don't know how old they were like that's dark <laughs> that's um, really maybe that's dark. why my mom's the way she is <laughs> they traumatized her with that turtle <laughs> fuck we dark. actually had a turtle as a pet that wandered in like my bubby's backyard and like they said it ran away bullshit, bullshit. where did she go i don't even know what it was named <laughs> i think it was turtley creative <laughs> Uh, Camellia Malkies asks, how was your day? I mean, I'm tired, but I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I got dark circles, definitely. <laughs> Chris pointed them out. He was like, you look tired. And I was like, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I woke up with a headache too, and then I worked. Yeah, why do we both had like sinus headaches today? I think it's the wind. The weather. I'm gonna Seattle. check my weather app. It's really doing some things. How's it's that been pressure? Fucking cold as hell. It's really cold. I know. We went. We we did like a nice brisk IKEA. Oh my god, we have a winter storm warning from 42 minutes ago. Mixed rain and snow is what's supposed to be happening right now. Oh shit! Live weather forecast. I know. Right sorry, now. no one cares, but. I just want to know, like, if there's, like, an air pressure situation. <laughs> is that what the barometer is? Yes. Okay, it says nine miles an hour is the wind, and the barometer is 29. Okay. Does that mean my nose is fucked? Like, <laughs> give me your professional meteorologist Honestly, opinion. you know, I'd have to look into it a little bit more, because I forget a lot of shit. What about the waxing gibbous? Like, how do you feel about her? <laughs> <laughs> Please get this moon out of here. <laughs> I love the moon phases. Like, why are they so waxing? Giddy. <laughs> like, why do... Yeah, just go ahead. Wax this. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next question. Dying to know your fave Downton Abbey characters. I've always had a spot, soft spot, Jesus Christ, for Anna and Bates. Oh man, Anna. Anna, like. I love Anna. My favorite, of course, is Mary. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I love Mary because she just like. Such a complex, great female <laughs> role. I just uh, love that she literally, anything she says to Edith has shade to it. Like, uh, it's I know. fantastic. I'm not gonna lie, what are we on, season five right now? Yes. I feel really bad for Edith right now, but at the same time, like, how the fuck did that book end up in the fireplace and really, like, how'd that all go down? Like, yeah. I get it. She's very upset and tender in this moment. Yes. But I love Mary. She was like, well, Edith decided to light her room on fire. She's <laughs> such a bitch. I just love Mary. She's just such a great, complex role. But, like, honestly, I have a soft spot for, like, every character. I, that's Even one the of those villains. shows that, like, I really... There's it's hard such to an find ensemble. A, hard to find a character I don't like kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Even the characters that are bad, I don't... You know what I mean? I yeah. would say, like... The randoms that come and go very quickly. Yeah. Um, like, the one that tried to, like, take Branson away, basically, and, like, sleep with him so that she could get pregnant. Yeah. That, like, random binge. Like, and also the uh, uh, the maid that had a thing with his lordship. I always forget his name. Oh, like, yeah. You know, that like, was that lame. was there for, like, three but, seconds. But, like, it was good writing for, like, them to have a conflict. Whatever. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. It's Downton a good show. Abbey. Good. It was getting the a little Dowager. bit, like, uh, but then... Like season yeah, season four was, like, my least fave so far, but five has been picking it up. Yes, it's very fucking good. Um, okay, so what is your favorite holiday song? My favorites are Santa Tell Me. What's that one? I don't know. And All I Want for Christmas is You, of course, the iconic. That's probably what my favorite <laughs> you is. You reference me as, like, the encyclopedia of Christmas. Like. Well, you are from Christmas Town, <laughs> Bethlehem, PA, so. Yes. Um, okay, yeah, All I Want for Christmas. I almost started to sing it, then I decided that was not a good <laughs> idea to do. <laughs> so, yeah, that one's a great one. Also, Parabapum Chunk, as we call it in our house. Honestly, Mariah Carey is, you know, it's a lit song. It really gets you jazzed for the holidays. Like, yeah, also the boss's version of Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Bruce Springsteen, because you get that Clarence solo that's like jazz Christmas. There's some jingle bells happening. It's just a good bop. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of good bops. I'll tell you what my least favorite is. Baby, it's cold outside with those scathing, creepy ass lyrics. Please change this. I saw someone changed it, but it was like they wrote it themselves, like not the actual person. Yeah, like if the actual. But the actual person's it. probably not alive anymore. So <laughs> oh my it's god, fine. that's dark. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Who's to say? Is Bing Crosby still alive or whatever the fuck? 
Who the fuck knows? Probably not. I don't I'm probably know. probably like a fucking idiot right now. Uh, if money was not an issue, where in the world would you travel to? Also, are you a backpacking binge or the staying in a five-star hotel kind <laughs> of course I'm a hotel. I'm a hotel. I just like to see the bathrooms. I'm yeah. like, ooh, <laughs> you got a cool sink? Like, I can go out and like, do some... Dryer. I can do some traveling and some hiking during the day, but at the end of the night, I, I want to be... I want to slide into the smooth comfort of a nice bed. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm sorry. Yeah. Plus, I don't think I would like live. I don't think I'd, I'd get that snake. You know, that snake oh would come God, for me. Oh my God, the bear or something like. Absolutely. But oh, yeah, fuck. if money were no object and we could travel anywhere. Anywhere. Okay. Space count. No shit. Does the ocean deep count? Because that. Okay. That's be. Let's be honest. Being in one of the ROVs in the deep sea, yeah. discovering new species, that's the ultimate vacation for me. <laughs> it costs like, oh man, it's like $300,000 yeah. to do it or something. One fucking day. Oh my God. One day. Just kidding. I feel like if, I feel like it's probably not like the most expensive thing you fucking pick, but like I want to do a tour of like all the Scandinavian nations. I was thinking of fucking Iceland, honestly. Yeah, like Iceland and, wow, Norway and Finland and Sweden. Like, all of those northern Europe states. Yeah. Places, nations, whatever you want to call it. I want to travel there. Also Mars, just because how lit would it be to be like, (laughs) I went to Mars, did you? Yeah, my footprint could be seen in this satellite image. I feel like every step on Mars is going to be iconic, and they're going to have like a little like... (laughs) <laughs> like a velvet rope around like so many different things. Like, this is the first poop someone took on Mars. This is the Yo, first honestly, fingernail. Though, that probably could happen. Like, like what do you? Is there like, when is there going to be a museum on the moon for me to go to? Ooh, you know, or Mars. Well, we never actually went to the moon. <laughs> oh, that fucking like when Jackie Ina uses the goddamn music from what is it called? Is it the X Files? I think or... it's the X Files. I have no idea. I die every time. <laughs> That's what I would cut in, but I don't know about copyright. <laughs> okay, what kitchen gadgets do you guys recommend, especially coffee-related ones? I thought it was going to be like, what kitchen gadget are we? <laughs> Catching gadget. Catching gadget. Audrey Kitching. Uh, we <laughs> actually just, when we were at Ikea, we picked up a, a frother so we can do, like, frothy coffee drinks. Yeah, I feel bad because Brie was like, I'm going to get you guys this for Christmas. And then we just bought it because I was like, you don't have to buy us anything, bitch. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. So, bitch, you better get creative with your gift. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Don't do anything. Let us just, like, eat ramen together or something. (laughs) Um, But, yes, we got a milk frother. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Bree's mom made me really want one because she made us, like, little lattes the other day. Yeah. Ironically, it's the thing that I basically cut off my thumb with, but a mandolin slicer has been a great addition to the home. Yeah. (laughs) Not so much for your hand. Yeah. Also, a Nutribullet, bitch. I don't know if it's different from, like, a bullet... What is the the not? Oh my god! <laughs> what I is almost happening? called it a beauty blender for a minute. <laughs> you know the the magic bullet. That's what it was. Oh yeah. So we have a neutral bullet, and they think they market it as like there's neutral infusion. When no, you it's use the neutral bullet RX, and it's like we infuse these blades infuse your food with super food and high quality health particles. <laughs> like it's such a fucking gimmick to get people to buy this product when it's the same thing as the regular neutral bullet. It's a prescription though, so I it's think. Better. 
it's like they have like one extra blade or something. I don't know. Who knows? What the Either fuck way, happens. it works for like smoothies, of course. But you can also like make purees in it. You can whip things in it. You can fucking like grind up anything like coffee beans or like if you need to make almond meal, you can grind it up in there. It's yeah. just been very useful. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not that like big. I mean, I love my KitchenAid mixer. That's. I mean, I, I, I'm glad I didn't have to buy that. Product, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, that was a gift. And it definitely takes up a big portion of my counter space, but she's so pretty that I don't mind. Honestly, one that's really random, but I feel like you can't do without is like if you use a lot of garlic, a garlic press. Yeah, if you don't have like, a garlic press, you're not even in the game, binge. Like, like how do you do, how do you do it without? How do you press that? a garlic between these little two hands? <laughs> and like you try to mince garlic with a knife, and you're about to mince your whole life. Like I don't even. Can you imagine you trying to cut a clove of garlic with a knife? Honestly. That would not be a good situation. Like, Don't so do that. Bad. Also, you need a microplane or a zester. You yeah. can use it for like actual like nutmeg and shit, but you could also, you know, a little lemon zest always adds a nice day for me i mean we want to get i don't know is it like a percolator for coffee uh, i don't know it's like those little like metal things that just make like a small amount of espresso yeah. and you don't need to have like a big old espresso maker we want to get one of those and then we have a french press that we don't really use that often and we just have a regular coffee maker but we have it without the hot plate yeah get definitely opt for the coffee maker that's got like the stainless steel like coffee carafe yeah. so that it stays warm without using a hot plate that burns your coffee we can honestly tweet the link to our coffee maker i love it it's fantastic what is it a mr coffee i think yeah it's mr coffee yeah like they should do a sponsorship with us bitch like, <laughs> i feel like we've always been a honestly for their shit. the most on brand we could possibly ever be <laughs> i know that was, that's really true that and javalia though we haven't had javalia in forever mm -hmm. okay so having lived in the east coast what are some words that west coasters slash seattle people do you think that they pronounce weird um about it's yeah. almost like people get almost a little canadian yeah or like we're very Midwest. close to canada so like uh, i'm gonna drag brie oh my god <laughs> she, <poor> says, brie. <laughs> she, she says milk instead oh! of milk <laughs> and, and it's adorable yes we love it <laughs> but back where i grew up it was cow juice no i'm just kidding <laughs> it's milk um, um, they said they grew up in New York and they live in Texas and uh, their girlfriend teases them relentlessly about the way they say orange. Oh, well, yeah. So that's you, orange. Yeah, I get a lot of shit out here, bitch. And it's, <laughs> I don't know, the Philly accent is definitely harsh. Yeah. And that's, it's, for me, everything I say sounds very harsh. Everything out here, everyone sounds very pleasant. Yeah, I feel like the very Seattle area calm. doesn't really have, like, that much of an accent. It's just, like, some words are kind of Canadian-ish. Yeah, that's pretty, it's a Canadian twist on an old classic. Yeah. That's what I would say Seattle sounds like. <laughs> Though I haven't really met people from, like, far up north or very west, Yeah, we've really just been in, like, the fucking city, so, like. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, so that's kind of just the only words I can really think of. Yeah, I, I, maybe if like people say it sometime, I'll, I don't like, know. Write Do I down. say anything that's fucking weird? Like you just add extra words, like I've already yeah. bitched about. <laughs> but like here for you now. Like. Yeah, like you'll to end a phrase. You, I feel like you Bethlehemians, you Allentonians, you don't know what the fuck to do to end a sentence. So you're just like. Just the sentence going will be like, I gotta go to Giant. That's a quintessential Pennsylvania sentence. <laughs> and so be like, I gotta, I gotta about go to fucking, <laughs> I gotta go to Giant now for you here. And uh, do you want anything for me to pick you up on the way back for you now? Giant. Yeah. <laughs> 
about the back and when i'm on my way i could pick you up something now for you yeah here. i do that a lot and it's it's one of my quirks it is it's very charming i'm just like ah. i'm like it's horrible that's a horrible orange rash horrible yeah every morning i say like every morning every morning you wake up and you're like horrible <laughs> me when i check the smart news app this orange is horrible that's honestly me and honestly honestly this orange is horrible that's precisely how that I is sound. you in a sentence <laughs> it really is and yours is like past the corn pumpkin spice <laughs> past, oh my god did you see that pumpkin spice thing we got tweeted in today oh my god about like the book or whatever yeah you have retweeted and said it was my memoir <laughs> yeah bitch it honestly was Okay, let's end it with our thoughts on the current season of The Vampire Diaries. <laughs> oh my god. I love that they're going to hell. <laughs> I would say that's my favorite. Um, everything's very conveniently happening, so that's kind of yeah. wild, but I get that they need to wrap this shit up. Um, yeah. Damon is like the worst character ever. Ready for him to leave. Yeah. Also, they like so they go and they fake you out and they kill off a character in the last episode, but in the trailer he's still alive. Yeah, it's literally like that's so not. So it's a like fake so out. messy. Like there's no. It's not like that Glenn shit. You, yeah. You, they really had. They filmed like them the beating ne- the shit out of like yeah. every character just to throw you off. Yep. They really tried. Apparently, Carl's like leaving the Walking Dead because he's going to college in real life or something. Props to him, but I mean, like he said, he's gonna try and make it work for him to be on the show, but also go to college. But I don't know. Just have him be a zombie that they check in on like part time. Yeah. He's still like crawling around, like that'd be gasping. <laughs> oh yeah, Vampire Diaries. Um, it's interesting. I'm ready to see how they fucking end it. Honestly, I'm just ready to get this shit over with so that yeah. when I binge watch it, I know. Like, the whole journey. <laughs> I like the siren, like, mythology kind of thing that they're doing. Like, it's a oh, yeah. cool I love, twist. I love What's-Her-Face. Oh, man, now I can't, I can't remember her think name. of the actress. The main thing. siren that looks like Chrissy Teigen. She's yeah. so... <laughs> she's great. Um, but, yeah, I'm waiting. Because you know they're going to have to kill off Bonnie at some point because they're going to raise up Nina. Yeah, or they're going to... And that ju- sucks because I love Bonnie. They're so. going to maybe find some backwards-ass way to fucking, like, reverse it. Because nothing's reverse. ever... Nothing's ever, like, fucking set in stone when it comes to, How many to, like, times magic. did Alaric change what he... What species he is? Yeah. And whether or not he's alive. Like, <laughs> several. But Lexi just never had a chance. Like, nope. that was so fucked up. And you know what? She deserved better on Gilmore Girls. She deserved better on Di- Vampire Diaries. Free her, Ariel Kebble, Kibble, yeah. Kibble and Bits. Free that woman. <laughs> Next episode is like the finale for like the winter finale, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. I thought the winter finale was last week, so I was like, well, that was interesting. <laughs> I, th- I think it's definitely. No, you're week. right. Because yeah. it's like a Christmas episode. I just popped my whole body joint of my whole life. Grey's Anatomy's already been fucking done for the season. More like Grinch Anatomy. Oh my god. <laughs> Please stop. Yeah, I, that doesn't come back till like January. When are they going to blow up Grey Sloan? Like, I'm telling you, by the time the show ends, it's going to be like season 300 and it's going to be called like Grey <laughs> Sloan, Morgan, Kepner, Avery, Memorial, Wayne. It's going to be like Zola is now a doctor. Grey's not Zola's even Zola's the chief. So Meredith's like she's the in new a cryo gr- chamber. Yeah, Meredith's like gone. This is the <laughs> new Grey. It's all about Zola. It's like. a new dawn. It's a new Grey. That's what the fucking like tagline will be with Zola looking smug as fuck holding an umbrella in the middle of Seattle. That's the promo <laughs> photo. It's a new dawn. It's Season a new Grey. Season 300 of Grey's Anatomy. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, so that's in the books. Shonda, hit me up if you want to 
you know, take these ideas. Yeah, we own that idea, so. <laughs> yeah, we own that. It's my intellectual property. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, I guess we should end the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Water with Rachel. Yes. I'm Rachel. I'm Chris, and we have no mugs, so there's no clinking. It's just like the thud of my camelback hitting It's yours. the crack of your elbow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clink. <laughs> I wish I could crack it on command. Like, some people are crazy. Crazy. You have a gravelly knee. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> One time I did get gravel in my knee. I know, that's why I said that. Yeah. It's your gravelly textured legacy. Yes. All right, bye, guys. Bye. Okay, Beach Bonches, today you're doing your holiday shopping, you're at the mall. Yeah. It's fantastic. Because honestly, it's the worst time. Also, I got a fucking bone to pick with Target real quick. Oh, shit. Every year I do the thing where I wait until, like, the first, first week, week of December. <laughs> like, not even waiting. Every year I fuck up by waiting until the first week of December to go look at the Christmas shit. And it's already and all it's gone. And it's gone. I gotta think about it and get it done in November. Well, I like, need... why do they not have it then? Like, I'm there. I'm waiting for the Christmas. The first week of December is, like, when everyone that is trying to be, like, above and beyond getting their presents on time are doing it. So, yeah. like, fucking... Come Just on. Ikea had more Christmas shit and they were like, they had like hearts linking arms because they didn't want to be like, you know, put the Christ in Christmas. Yeah. You could tell. Definitely non-denominational. They had like these faux menorahs that didn't even have like eight spots. I mean, technically it's fucking nine spots. I they don't, had like I don't know. four and I was like, listen. What is this? It was actually like <laughs> five. I don't know. All right. Anyway, let's get started with Nicole Dowling who is downloading the mall's app for a map. Kimberly Proza is stepping into Zara. Sammy Jessam is ordering a Sammy at Subway. Please never say it again. <laughs> Kayla Harding is uh, hardly has the patience to be here right now. Alicia Schreiner is picking up an Alicia Keys album at FYE. Yes. Bailey Lynn is bailing on their shopping trip because it's too busy. Me as hell. Jackie Goldfarb is getting gold ornaments at Kohl's. Sloane Nolan is amazed at how slow the line at GameStop is moving. Oh my god, are you not amazed that there's a line at GameStop? (laughs) I've never seen more than one schmuck in there before. Sarah Booth is sitting in a booth in the mandatory mall TGI Fridays. Hunter Curtis is hunting for a pair of slippers. Megan Rackley is hiding in a clothes rack for some peace and quiet. Me. Kate Convery is buying five pairs of Converse at Foot Locker. <laughs> so many layers. Taylor Collins is calling their friends to see what they want as gifts. Emma Corbeil is in the food court getting a free sample. Heather Ann has been hypnotized by the smell of Annie Ann's. Haven't we all? Sloan Fuller's credit card bill couldn't be fuller. Angelica Feliz is the mall Santa saying Feliz Navidad. Stephanie Oliver is at J.C. Penny looking for some stocking stuffers. Melanie Weldon bought a new welcome mat at Bonton. Oh my god. Sylvia Ehrlichman Gross thinks all the restaurants in the food court are gross. Juanita Cara can't find their car. Me. Annie Wynn got a copy of Annie from Suncoast Video, which I don't even know what the hell that is. That was a store that existed ages ago. I don't know if it's still around, but I think it was going out of business at one point, so who knows. Aren't we all? (laughs) Uh, Danielle Maness is the manager at the Apple Store. Cassandra Lee is shopping for Lee Jeans at Baskov's, another one of my favorite words to say. Emma Nigren is trying to be nice, but no one else is. Oh my god. Courtney Hall is waiting in line in the bathroom hallway. Becca Jansen is ready for it to be January. Angela Sue is getting an angel tree topper. Michelle North is trying on North Face jackets. Erin Bray is brave enough to enter the Apple store. 
Jada Goshi is going to Spencer's for some gag gifts. My Elizabeth is buying Bethany Moda's clothing line at Aeropostel throwback. <laughs> I mean, it honestly probably still exists. Ishbel Mendez is lost in men's warehouse. Talia Miller is looking for a beer cozy for all those Miller lights. <laughs> Kat Vallejos is buying cat toys at the pet shop. Me. Margarita really wanted March of the Penguins, but it was sold out. <laughs> <laughs> Avery Labelson is the poor employee at Cole's labeling everything. Daisy Blossom Dottie is getting a great deal on Daisy Perfume by Mark Daniels. Emily Lewis is emptying their bank account. Chloe Archer is trying to close their car doors, but it's packed too tight. Anthony Hood is stocking up on hoodies from Hot Topic. Mariah Hanna is loving all of the Mariah Carey Christmas music being played in Macy's. Elizabeth Holbrook is the only person in Brooks Brothers. Jennifer Habgood is looking for a good card in Hallmark that doesn't scream. <laughs> Madison Greer is getting green socks from H&M. Madison Wolf bought The Wolf of Wall Street on Blu-ray. Megan McNally is getting a mega jawbreaker from that little candy area. Yeah, there's always like a candy kiosk. Yes. Skylar Medley is standing under the skylight to remember what the outside world looks like. There's always like a bird in the mall that makes me feel connected to <laughs> <laughs> that bird that is still capitalist trash yeah. is me. <laughs> Megan Prez is checking out the Prius in the middle of the hall. There's always one of those. Corey Springfield is springing for a hot deal at PacSun. Ilka is getting milk chocolate at the candy store. Jax walked through a cloud of Axe body spray in GameStop. Nicole Allen doesn't want to go outside in the cold. Courtney White is buying some white Nikes from Foot Locker. You're loving Foot Locker today. Bridget Carey Davis is carrying 10 bags with ease. Jennifer Cornwell is buying a faux fur blanket. Sophia Cock is sitting on a sofa waiting for their family to finish shopping. Ash Roselle is buying a rose-toned eyeshadow palette from Sephora. Jackie Burkhart is getting a Birkin to give to Rory Gilmore, if you can even get that at the mall. Like, Honestly, she doesn't even deserve it. Like, <laughs> Beth Fonseca is not fond of all the capitalism this season. Jackie Bergiulio is amazed by the great deals on jackets at Kohl's. That sounds like an ad. Yeah, I know. Christina Contreras is getting a Christmas nail polish set from Sephora. Catherine Simpson is buying a Simpsons box set at FYE. Marlene Naj is marking all of the white sheets with a black sharpie. How rude. Ian Murphy is feeling all of the microfiber blankets. Honestly, Didn't... me at Target yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't drag you this time, Ian. Yeah. Rebecca O'Donnell is smelling a horrible odor coming from GameStop. <laughs> We're just dragging GameStop. Honestly, though, deserves it. Kendall Berg is waiting in line for a burger. <laughs> Allie McGregor thinks the bracelets at Alex and Ani are gorgeous. I don't, can you get that? Whatever. That that was at the that was at our mall at the uh, Park City Mall. Oh. Yeah. I get that confused with Pandora. Oh, uh, okay. Megan Grilly is getting new grill utensils from William and Sonoma. Chloe Ireland is entering a contest in the middle of the mall to win a trip to Ireland. Taco Roach is ordering from Taco Bell in the food court. Cassandra Buckout is hoping someone will be selling their kinetic sand. <laughs> Haley Cadwalder is buying wall posters at Hot Topic. Camelia Malky is at the mall help desk counting down time until their shift is over. 
Maddie Pullman is mad that the Gap refuses to carry anything in black. It's always fucking navy blue, and I will never be okay with it. <laughs> Amanda Marie is amazed that they found everything on their list. Allison Francois was in the mall so long they didn't see the sun today. Caitlin Whalen is a Forever 21 employee wailing about the numbers of people in the checkout line. Cody Robinson is robbing smidgens from Gertrude Hawk. Yo. Only PA binges I feel like are going to get that. Faves. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Smidgens. Okay. Lauren Chavone would like to own a new MacBook, but could never fight the crowd. Dana Daly is just a daily mall walker trying to do their exercise. Mall walker, like a new zombie. (laughs) Um, Megan Wilson is willing to shop on Christmas, even if it means avoiding lines. Claire Wood would rather be doing anything else than shopping. Kelly Adams is a cashier at JCPenney trying to add up how many socks someone just bought. Anna Hernandez is buying a stuffed animal at Build-A-Bear. Have you ever done one of those? I've never done that. Me neither. I feel like I was too old by the time that became hot. I missed out, though. Yeah. Jenna Gordonier is nearing the end of their list and couldn't be happier. Sarah is scared to enter the massive crowd in Macy's. Lynn and Drew work at Starbucks and are drawing fun designs on the chalkboards. Bridget Dubin is doing the most by flying one of those stupid helicopters in everybody's fucking faces. I'm always, like, so nervous. <laughs> okay. Hillary Gay. And there's always someone, like, trying to straighten her hair, too. Yeah, there's a give lot. give lotion as well. <laughs> Hillary Gay is buying board games from the mandatory game store in every mall. <laughs> it's, like, not a chain, but, like, there's always one of those stores, that you know? and a calendar, like, aisle. Yeah. You know? Oh my god, the calendars. Mackenzie Knight is waiting for nighttime to go to the mall. And Rachel Evans is eventually going to get all the gifts they need before the 25th. Alright, so the rest of the binges, I would say you guys are, are all in line to sit on Santa's lap. Oh my god. We got Rebecca Edmondson. Ashley Riefenberger. Mallory. Allie Malone. Kathleen Wynn. Rose Barnett. So thanks, guys. We hope you enjoyed your holiday shopping. I'm sure it was fun. And yeah. how have you guys been doing, honestly? I think we've done everything pretty much via the internet. Yeah. I mean, I have one more thing that I need to do for, like, other people. Yeah. And I'm good, honestly. I feel like I got everything this year pretty early. Yeah. Thank God for internet things. Yeah, honestly. And Amazon Prime has been a prime role in this shopping (laughs) for me. Not sponsored. Yo, how lit would it be if, like, Amazon was like, hey, Chris... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's put it out on your stupid podcast like i'd be into it honestly oh my god let's do it if i got free prime myself <laughs> well i guess we'll see you guys on sunday all right bye, bye. that was a headgum podcast <laughs>